And welcome back to another episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And we're at Season 2, Episode 2. Yep. Fun. Alright, so just to get it out there, thanks everyone for uh, filling out the Survey Monkey survey uh, for our very first week of the contest. I don't know if I mentioned it during Episode 1, but we're going to be picking our winners during Week 4. Yep. Or week five. Most likely it'll be week five that we pick the winners and announce them uh, on the podcast. Yep. Um, like I said, it might be a week earlier, but we'll see how everything everything pans out. Um, but definitely by uh, episode five, we'll have your names out there. Um, and once again, thanks for everyone who did the first week. Uh, this week, um, I'm going to repost the uh, link for SurveyMonkey. Um, and this will be for everyone. Um, obviously, we do encourage everyone to listen to this episode and all our previous episodes. Um, if you like us, great. Um, part of the uh, survey is feedback. Yep. Um, so if there's something you would like to hear us do on the podcast, awesome. Put it in. We've already got a lot of great feedback, and we've implemented most of that into our podcast. Yeah. So um, keep it all coming. Yeah, thanks. All right, so we are going to kick it off with season two episode, uh, season two episode two, Simpson and Delilah. And the name of the episode um, is a reference to the Bible story, uh, Samson and Delilah, where Samson had the long flowing hair, Delilah was his lover, and uh, so, so Bart Marge is Delilah in this no case. Well, wouldn't Bart be as Maybe. we'll as we'll talk about later. It's possible, or or is uh, but Simpson I guess really doesn't have to wrestle. Doesn't Samson wrestles a lion with his big flowy long hair? Yeah, like I believe that. so. It's been a while since I, guess I read the Bur- story. Burns could be the lion, yeah. maybe, yeah. or or the power plant would be the lion because he uses their insurance, as we'll discuss, to get the yeah. product. We'll see. Maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss talk. this in our in our final thoughts on the episode, maybe on, on yeah. where. Uh, <laughs> where we think uh, everything stands from the Samson and Delilah story. Yep. All right. So, um, air date, uh, 10-18-1990. Which, um, again, is a Thursday. Which is a we, Thursday. Which we mentioned in, in the first podcast of season two. All right. So, Homer receives a promotion, a key to the executive <laughs> washroom, and an invaluable secretary. Man, I wish I could have this this, this guy as a secretary. Oh my god, I can't wait he to talk about He just does everything him. for me. Yeah, uh, so chalkboard gag this week. Uh, tar is not a plaything. That is correct. Do not play with tar. It's very hot. <laughs> very hot. It'll burn you. Yeah, I know a lot of people like playing with cement. Because, it's you fine. know, it's... put your hands in it and draw in it. Tar, tar. Don't, no. don't do that with tar. No. Um, but apparently, uh, <laughs> Bart... I guess decided to play with it on school. Maybe they were repaving the parking lot. I mean, I guess you could play with it with like a stick or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I but, I could but get still that. Don't play with tar. But don't play with tar because it's very bad. And yeah. my guess is the reason why Bart was doing this on the chalkboard is because probably the school parking lot yeah. maybe hey. got resurfaced. I mean, with all this new animation going on, they uh. probably had to do the blacktop <laughs> in the in the parking lot. Yeah. So they got that uh, done. All right. So the couch gag this week. Um, Definitely something different. I think there have been a few different dance numbers in over the years, over the years yeah. in uh, in uh, couch gags. But this one, Simpsons came into the room and they started doing like an Egyptian style dance, uh, dance and then sit down on the couch. I mean, maybe they were feeling like dancing. 
Like, walking like an Egyptian? Yeah. That would have been funny if they actually walked into the room like Egyptians. Yeah, but they, like, walked in and then... then and then started the, it. Yeah. So the uh, the episode starts out. They're sitting down for dinner. TV watching dinners, probably. TV dinners. Likely. Uh, with uh, Marge's sis, uh, sisters, Patty and Selma, watching a Jeopardy-like game show um, called Great School Challenge. <laughs> and the first question you hear is, the capital of North Dakota is named after this German ruler. So, so what is the capital of North Dakota? Well, I'm going to go Hitler. I mean, no, Bismarck. It's Bismarck. Bismarck. But Homer says Hitler. Hitler. Hitler, Hitler North Dakota. I mean, technically Hitler was a leader of Germany, but I highly <laughs> doubt North Dakota would, be, would have been that brash. And I also don't know when North Dakota became part of the Union, probably way no. before World War II. So... But still, I, that, but but great. okay. So this, I mentioned this last episode where Bart got scored a twelve on his uh, state yeah. capitals. Yeah, this is obviously where Bart scored a twelve on the state capitals because he studied with Homer. Yeah, and apparently Hitler is. But did Homer get or didn't get Bart get Bismarck? I thought he said it in the the episode. I, don't I thought remember. it was Patty or Selma. Patty and well, Selma, Patty were, Selma doing, said it, yeah. they were doing all the answering on yeah. the on the. And questions. then the next question was the uh, colors of the Italian flag. flag, and then Homer just like lists off every color until he. No, everyone in the room moves. was like red, blue, yeah. and then uh, Bart or Lisa said green, and Homer's like green. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I got it right, but yeah. So grade school challenge. Um, Kind of like, are you smarter than a fifth grader, I'm assuming? Yeah, and I love how Bart, Lisa, Patty, and Selma, but Homer, he does not have a grade school knowledge. So, uh, while they're watching the show, a commercial comes on for a new hair growth product, and uh, Homer is fascinated by it. So, uh, he goes up to the medicine cabinet, and you see all different sorts of brands of hair growth products. Would you like to uh, read those? Yes. <laughs> so okay. So we got Hairmaster, Gorilla Man, which my guess is might be an all over hair Maybe. product. You're getting hair, you know, chest hair, back hair. Yeah. If you want to be that Gorilla Man, yeah. Hair Chow. <laughs> Maybe like Bachelor Chow. I don't know. Uh, Bald Buster, N U Grow, like New Grow, yeah, New Grow. Uh, U, the letter U, wanna be hair E, and hair E is H E R hat dash E, and baby powder. And I'm guessing they have, a Ma- they have Maggie, so yeah. they probably were like, oh, baby powder's got to go in his med- medicine cabinet, too. Yeah. So, um, a couple things about the product that they were talking about on TV. It's called uh, Demoxinil, yep. um, and it bears more than a coincidental similarity to the real life hair product, Monoxidil. Yeah, the writers were very fascinated about this uh, hair product, so they decided to make fun of it. Exactly. This is one of those instances, like we mentioned last time, a lot of stuff isn't brought in from real life. But in this instance, Simpsons, this is probably the first episode, really, where they make fun of a product, like an actual product. I mean, and to be fair, it's hair growth. None of those products really work. I mean, maybe they work slightly. Well, I thought like Just for Men did a pretty good job. What, no. you use just for matters? No, I'm just saying that from my understanding is that one actually does a little bit better. Now, than... Here's the thing. I feel like if there was an actual hair product out there that would regrow all your hair and keep it on your head, I think it would be a huge success and they'd be billionaires overnight. Maybe. All right. So one other thing I wanted to mention about uh, Demoxinil is 
the product comes from Hare City, Utah. <laughs> Not a real city. Just wait, what? I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I'm so. guessing Harris City, Utah is not a real city. Just like Springfield, unknown state, yeah. is a, not a real city. Correct. All right. So Homer goes to the plant. Back to work. He's, this is the other thing. We've kind of, we really haven't mentioned it during our episodes, but Homer still works at the power plant. Yeah. He, has, he hasn't gotten a... Well, so well, it's weird because the first season he was named as a safety inspector, but in this episode he's still working on like the line? Because, like... As well, the safety the, inspector still has to, I guess... I suppose, so... Know that stuff to be the safety inspector. So, uh, he actually goes to try to buy the Demoxanel. Is told it's $1,000. He's yes. like, oh, I can't. So he, like, walks out of the room, crying. Yeah, it must really work for 1000 bucks. I mean, and so he goes to the power, he goes back to work, and... He's telling the story to Lenny and Carl, but he's exaggerating, saying, oh, I stormed out of there, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, okay, over. Yep. Um, I do like, so after, as they're talking, they kind of walk through the plan. They walk up to a table that has a coffee pot on it. Yeah. On top of it, it said, uh, it has an honor system 25 cent <laughs> refill. Lenny and Carl do not pay the 25 cents. I mean, really, it's quarter. I know. Well, it's kind of like in the movie Clerks, which... Hasn't come out yet, as of the recording of this episode, because Clerks didn't come out until 93. I uh, like I like how they had the, in Clerks, they have an honor system on the, oh, yeah. on the, on the counter that <laughs> yeah. says, uh, you know. If you're going to shoplift, just tell us. Just tell, yeah, and it has coins <laughs> and money on the counter. It's, it's pretty kind of funny that I, it's not actually a reference yeah, no, to, to the movie, but I, I. It would be fun to ask Kevin Smith if that's where he got it from. He got it from. So he uh, goes to fill out the Demoxanil paper from the uh, guy, and he obviously falsifies all the insurance paperwork. Um, And we'll get to later uh, because Smithers wants to whistleblow everything, and he pulls that insurance form. We'll get to that, and we'll let you know what Homer wrote on it. So uh, he gets the Demoxanil, goes home. Puts it in his head, puts a shower cap on, goes to bed, is a, and and like the last episode where Bart praised God for the snow day, Homer is like, please God, let this work. And he wakes up the next morning, he's got a luscious head full of hair. I mean, full of hair. Like full long hair. hair. So clearly God might have a soft spot and is like, it's like the whole Family Guy Spider-Man thing. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. But yeah, I mean, if if it works, great. But I don't think it would all come in overnight. No. Overnight. No. I think I think it would take a little bit, maybe a little bit at a well, time. Well, because he got a six month supply. I know. It's, it's like he used it all in one night or something. <laughs> it's like bah, we're gonna use it all, rub it all in. But he does. From from the understanding is is he does use it throughout the episode. Yeah. My assumption they don't really show it, but he does. I think it's implied. It's implied that he uses it throughout the episode. Okay, so he gets the hair overnight, and he starts running through the streets, celebrating his newfound hair, reminiscent of It's a Wonderful Life. And the funny thing is, is I know I'm going to get bashed for it, never saw it. I've seen bits and pieces. I, I know the story, but... So I don't know this particular scene, but it is pretty funny that he's running down the street. Everyone's kind of waving. And I believe it's towards the end of the movie when he realizes it's still Christmas oh, Day. Oh, gotcha. So I think that's that that's scene. scene. 
But I do like that uh, Barney thinks that Homer's the president. <laughs> and the president at the time would, would be George W. Bush. And I, I know Bush, I think, still had a decent out of hair in 1990, but uh, Homer's hair is, like, long and flowing. Also, Barney was probably drunk. Oh, he's always drunk. drunk. Always, always drunk. I do like the fact that at the end, he's at the center of the town, and there's another guy running, <laughs> and they, like, look at each other, and I'm like, my first thought was the dude is from like Shelbyville, which we've never heard of. Yeah, that's not mentioned yet. It's not mentioned yet, and like, and they just kind of look at each other, and I thought like, okay, they're gonna fight or something, and then Homer's like, Democracyville, and they just jump for joy and celebrate with one another. So that, <laughs> that was kind of that nice. was pretty good. All right, so after Homer, uh, you know, gets his hair, he, the first thing obviously anyone does when they get a full head of hair is they got to go to the barber shop. And I love the fact that he, when he goes, he's. Still in his PJs because he had gone home to be with his family. Yep, yeah, you'd he ran he, back home. You'd think he would change and then go. To the he was just too excited. I mean, I mean, getting being bald for that long and then you finally get a head of hair. Yeah, I mean, barbershop. But here's the weird thing: Homer brought a play dude. To really, the I didn't notice barbershop. <laughs> I mean, barbershops are usually. Mostly guys, I mean... But, well, I mean, at, at at least when we went to our barber shop, it was Sports Illustrated oh, and, yeah. and National Geographic and, I would say, educational. And there was toys. Yeah, normal stuff at a barber shop. But the funny <laughs> thing is, Homer brought it with him. It's not like it was a magazine on the table at the barber shop. I mean, it's like Homer was just that excited to have hair. He's like, all right, I got to go to the extra yard here. Now... I would love to be the barber in that situation. You're sitting here, <laughs> sitting in your chair, flipping through a play dude while you're getting the haircut. I mean, I would like be looking over his shoulder and then you <laughs> snip his ear. <laughs> Whoa, that chick's hot. Snip my ear. All right. So Homer comes home and Patty and Selma are now drooling over Homer as opposed to Which the... Which is uh, weird because obviously we've seen most of the episodes and we know... They hate his guts. Well, A, they hate his guts, but one of them is not into men. Well, we don't know that till like season 22 or I something. Know. So it's... But like knowing that information and then rewatching it, it's like, is she gay or is she bad? I mean, they're both... Know. I mean, they both find him sexy... I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But so it's really funny. So Marge is like, he's much happier at work. And well, just between us girls, he hasn't been this frisky in years. I mean, and Patty's like, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, does anybody want to think about it? No, not your sister. I don't know if you'd really want to think no. about your sister like that. No. Whether you're girls talking about it. Or guys talking yeah. about it. You don't want to know that your sister thinks that your husband has been, is more frisky. frisky. Yeah, that's, uh... And he, he was. We saw them in bed. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. You know. But it is kind of funny because Homer, we've seen Homer in bed with Marge and obviously they're not, they've had three kids. Yeah. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, they're they're like, you know what? We're not risking it. Because all the, all the Simpsons were accidents. Yes. Bart was. Lisa was. And I, I, I'm assuming Maggie was. Yeah, Maggie was. Maggie was too. So they're pro- at that point in their life, they're probably like, you know what? Yeah. Stay away. So uh, after all that, we go to the we go to Burns watching his monitors, groveling about how his employees suck. Like always. And always. And Smithers is like, well, the union contract states we got to give one of these guys a promotion. Yeah, one token promotion, promotion per year. <laughs> <laughs> a token promotion. 
I mean, if it comes with more money and better benefits, I mean... And it's just, it, I mean, that's amazing. And he's like, Burns like, wait, who is that young go-getter? And Spencer's like, well, it sort of looks like Homer Simpson, only more dynamic and resourceful. <laughs> but I feel like he was just doing the same job he was always doing. Just the flowing hair makes you more... But he, now, here's the thing, especially, like, when it comes to, like, comic books and, like, other small details. Sometimes it's hard to know who a person is because I've been unrecognized by my own friends when I don't wear, when I, when I used to wear contacts and they didn't recognize me right away or like Superman. Really? Yeah. Superman. He wears glasses, but that's the thing. The glasses make it all the difference. So you guys can't see what I just did, but I took my glasses off. (laughs) Yeah. We're not on video. Come on. All right. So, uh, Burns gives Homer the promotion Yep, and he gets a, uh, invaluable secretary. Like we mentioned, his name is Carl. Uh, but the funny thing is when he's interviewing, so uh, the the first interview we see is a woman who's trying to hit on him. But I love the fact that he calls her resume a resume. Yep. Because he, he doesn't because know words. French. A resume. <laughs> but I love the fact that he also calls uh, Marge to say that these women keep hitting, hitting on him. him. And then all of a sudden Carl comes in. But Marge does her grumble thing too, which yeah. is always like... Mm. And then Carl comes in and says stuff and Marge is like... That's, That's the one you're in your head. Yeah. I've like, never seen him. Like, and, it's, but... and it's really funny because in the, like, you know, 60s, 50s, 60s, it's all like the, the men needed hot women secretaries. Not necessarily not needed, wanted. Uh, yes. Um, but it's really funny that Homer just was, like, appalled by them. He's like, yeah. you know, I I mean, not maybe because he was married, maybe not. I guess I don't know the exact yeah. reason why he didn't want the women the fact that Marge almost agreed with it and said, okay, get the guy. The guy sounds great. He's not going to hit on you. Maybe he could have been gay. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. So, uh, Carl is guest voiced by Harvey, uh, Firestein. Firestein. Uh, and you may recognize his voice. He was in independence day. Yep. He played the news manager, I guess, boss for Jeff Goldblum's character. Yep. And it was really funny. We were watching the episode, and I'm like, God, I know that voice. That voice sounds so familiar. And it just took me a few seconds to put it together. I'm like, that's the dude from Independence Day. Yeah. He's, he's got the real groggly... He's done a couple other things, too. But, uh, yeah, so we they got him. And uh, he... The, the animators wanted to draw Carl, or uh, Harvey, as Carl. And Harvey, um, for any of you that don't know this, he was, like, one of the first openly gay actors in Hollywood. They didn't want, he didn't want them to draw him as Carl because he didn't feel like he looked that part of what they were looking for, which I I commend him. I mean, like if you don't feel comfortable being drawn for that part, which is, I mean, but he also had, but he also had input into how they drew Carl, which is, that's kind of nice for a early on show, like allowing someone to give input on animation. Yeah. seems kind of, kind of odd. If you think about it nowadays, nowadays it's like, nope, we're drawing you how you want voice it or not. But, but then maybe because they were so new and this was really only the probably third or fourth guest voice yeah. actor yeah that they were like all right let's let's and, he's, and he was one of the first few uh harvey was one of the first few guys who didn't care if his name was on the credits he's like yeah put me up there because uh 
for any for most Simpsons fans, they m- most know this, but for those of who aren't as big as Simpsons fans, there have been a couple actors over the years who are like, yeah, don't put my name on this. Which, but why would you do it if you didn't want the credit? Like, I mean, because they maybe thought the show was not good and they didn't want to be associated with. But why, once crap. again, why would you do it? Because it's a paycheck. I guess. Carl kind of goes over all the different things with Homer, how to write, how to dress, how to act in a business meeting, pretty much being that uh, secretary. I mean, you kind of think secretary typing up memos and, and answering this secretary, man. He, dude, he gave Marge a singing anniversary, uh, gift. anniversary gift. Like Homer was like, I forgot. And Marge's like, oh, you've been so busy. Opens up the door. Singing you telegram. You are so beautiful <laughs> to me. And so uh, Marge, Marge loves it, and the guy, Carl calls, oh, I, I hear you got your present, great. And I love how he's just sitting in bed, like he's not at work yet. Like, he's not even ready to go to work yet. But because he knows what's going on, because he's Homer's secretary. Yes. So he knows the schedule. Uh, one thing we did kind of skip over a little bit, uh, when Carl was helping Homer get, like, prepared to be the executive, they go to this uh, tailor shop. And there's a sign inside that says, uh, Royal Majesty for the Obese of Gangly Gentlemen. Or is that the name that's of... That's the sign. No, okay. the sign. Oh, no, that's the name of the place. That's the name of the place. And then there's a sign in the shop that reads, You rip it, you bought it. It's because Well, it's funny because it's obviously for, for obese <laughs> men. It's like a big and tall. Yeah. I mean, you need to be... Your clothes got to fit the person. Yeah. I love. I also love the fact that when Homer is getting sized up, Carl's like, no, just relax, be natural. Yeah. Like, and then he goes to the tailor, no, you hide it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the tailor's job is to fit the clothes to the actual person. Like, yeah. you don't want to, like, suck in your chest and puff out, or suck in your gut and puff out your chest. No, you got to stand how you're going to stand when you wear the suit. Yeah, but it's kind of funny for... For a guy like Harvey who wants to be out there yeah. to tell someone, well, I mean, to tell someone be who you are, that's yeah. fine. But to have the tailor hide <laughs> who they are seems... But it's to hide the fat. Yeah, but <laughs> be who you are and hide it doesn't seem to mesh normal. But, you know, yeah. um, so Homer goes to his very first executive meeting to yeah. help productivity. And Homer butts in and says, uh, the workers need more tartar sauce. <laughs> They'll be in the person's like, yeah, a happy worker is a productive worker. And that's honestly in any business. I've studied a little business. I know you were a marketing major. Um, and the one thing I've always come across when it comes to business, keep your workers happy. Yeah. If you have happy workers, they're going to be more productive. They're going to be more friendly. They're going to make more money for your company. And so give the workers what they, I mean, obviously don't give them every, like if they ask for like a 100% raise, you don't want to give it to them. But, but. You know, give them like a 5% raise, give them extra food at work, give them maybe a longer break, and you're going to see productivity rise, and as we'll talk about a little bit later on, or we can talk about right now, uh, Smithers and Burns go over the numbers, and Burns like, see, I told you, more tartar sauce, and then Smithers like, but that's because Homer is not working in the sector anymore, but... Burns doesn't want to believe it. Yeah, but that was pretty funny. It's like uh, like uh, accidents at work are like down fifteen <laughs> percent. Yep. Yeah. But that's the funny thing. Homer is supposed to be the safety inspector, so if accidents are still happening, yeah, he's still not doing his. But he's not the safety inspector anymore because of the promotion. Yes. 
So whoever the new safety inspector replaced him as... Is doing a lot better. Is doing better, but still not great. No. I mean, I feel like your your, uh, safety should be... Accidents at the plant should be zero. Yeah, your goal should always be zero. zero. But productivity is higher. Yes. The actual output of energy is... Is higher. So one thing we actually did notice um, is Burns's office is the, the correct side. office. It's yeah. so in season one it was a small little kind of boxy yeah. office. Still had his polar bear, but other than yeah. that the office was I mean just a desk and yeah. a really small room. This one big giant room. He has his wall oh, of wow. TVs. So, we still haven't seen the trap door yet though. No, haven't seen no trap door or uh, the hounds. Or the hounds. I guess the hounds are only at his house. Yeah. So did they build uh, Burns a new office in the hiatus between season one and <laughs> I two? I think the animators did a better job of oh. drawing the room. <laughs> well, it obviously got bigger. So maybe yeah. maybe Burns got some more money that quarter. It was like, you know what? New office. But they don't mention it. Yeah. So obviously Smithers is really pissed off at Homer because he gets the key. Homer gets the key to the executive office. Oh my god! He doesn't have. He, he doesn't get to executive uh, bathroom. Ba- executive bathroom, which has got piano players and violinists. violinists and a bunch of like. It looks basically like a mansion. It's like yeah, basically. Which where is this magical room in a power plant? <laughs> it's like a Mary Potter. Oh no, Willy Wonka! It's like a Willy Wonka room. Maybe it's a, underground. Yeah, I guess they took an elevator to get there. Yeah, maybe it's underground. It's like an underground executive bathroom. Yeah. You need like a special car. Well, the, you well got a key. key. You got a key. But maybe you have like a special, maybe the key works on the elevator to like lower you. Yeah, secretly. Secret. But yeah, so at the very end of the scene, um, Smithers is about to dry Burns' his hands scene. and he's like, bah, Homer, you do, do, it. do it. And Smithers, that's Smithers' last straw. He's... <laughs> He's done because well, so, Smithers is Burns's assistant slash he's in love with him. Yep, and Homer's taken over. So he digs into Homer's personal file. And he looks at his insurance form and he's like Demoxicil, Demoxinil. And so Homer accidentally checks off female before partially <laughs> erasing it and filling in male. Homer fraudulently fr- Homer's fraudulent explanation for requesting the insurance coverage on the purchase of Demoxicil <laughs> is. Keep brain from freezing. <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, when you're bald, your head gets cold. Wear a hat. Fair enough. But <laughs> but Homer, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, why do you think I have my luscious head of hair, which I cut off? But, <laughs> but to keep your brain from freezing is a pretty good reason yeah. to have a big, full, lush head of hair. Yeah. So Smithers goes to Burns with this information, tells him it's Homer. He's like, all right, go fire fire him. No, well, no, no, no. It was fire who... Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't know it was Homer. He didn't know it was Homer. He's like, fire who did it. Did it. And, you know, that's when he, you know, he has him write the speech and, yeah. you know, and then Carl takes the fall for yeah. Homer because he's an invaluable secretary. Um <laughs> And as Homer's escorting him out, um, you know, he apologizes and, you know, why did you take the fall? And he's like, well, that's my job. Yeah. You know. So Homer, you know, so Homer goes home and he's like trying to think of what to say and what to write. And uh, before we, you know, before he goes to put on more Demoxinel, Bart is in the bathroom looking at it. and Well, he wants to, he has a, you know, daydream, about daydream which is in color this time. Yep. Where he's a hipster playing drums and his More friends of a beatnik. Are, hipster, oh, the term hipster has not been... Uh, so beatnik. Beatnik. And, and he has he has that same beard that... Uh, um, 
Ned Flanders, Ned Flanders parents had. had. So like, and his friends are like, oh, that's got to be fake. And they come, no, it's real. And so Bart, we come back to reality and Bart just takes the whole thing and just throws it on his, his face. face. But here's, so here's my question. We never see this. Did it actually work? No, it didn't work. Because he doesn't have any facial hair. He's like 10. So, but then how did it work for Homer? Well, Homer had hair follicles in his head. Uh, Bart doesn't have hair follicles in his not face a yet. 10, no. Out of 10, he hasn't hit puberty. But here's the, here's the best part of the whole scene. <laughs> Homer chokes Bart for the, for the first. very first time. And that was a brutal choke. Oh, yeah. He grabbed and shook him. Like, I mean, you see Homer choke Bart in so many right. other episodes, and they're fairly lightweight chokes. This one, dude, you ruined my hair <laughs> supply. <laughs> this, You're dead to me. And then for Bart to get out of it, he, he reminds him that he loves him. And... You know, and he's like, oh, you played that card. And so, so Homer's like, all right, well, I guess they're going to have to do it without the... Without the hair. Yeah. And, you know, Marge will always love Homer without the hair. Yeah. Um, so Homer goes back to work and he still doesn't know what to say. And Carl, as a last gift, gives uh, Homer the speech that he needs to give. And he writes him a note and Homer's reading it. And then all of a sudden you hear Carl's voice. And, like, normally, like, any show or movie yes. where you're, you're like, oh, you know, they're hearing that person's voice in the head. No, nah, it turns out Carl is reading it over. Yeah, he's just in the room. And But the, what's really funny is, did Homer hear his voice in his head or think he was hearing it in his head? Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean that that seems kind of weird. Because like you said, like on TV shows where you're reading a letter, it's the person reading the letter kind of over it. But in the show, if Homer heard a voice, <laughs> wouldn't you normally, unless your brain reads letters in yeah, maybe other he, people's voice. Maybe he was starting to read in his voice and then Carl like stuck in and then read the rest of it. And Homer didn't realize what was going on. Um, and then this is where uh, the whole, you know, Harvey being gay and Homer's like, oh, thank you so much. And Carl plants a kiss on him on the lips. And it's the first male-on-male kiss 10, 10 years prior to Dawson's Creek doing it. Now, granted, in The Simpsons, it was a quick kind of like peck. peck yeah. But 1990, it was animation. But to do that... That takes incredible courage, I think, as The Simpsons to do it. To even have a gay character on there. Because even in... I mean, even nowadays, people still... But they're everywhere now. You watch any oh, yeah, show on no. TV now, they ha- it's like they legally have to have one. <laughs> but what I was going to say was, I mean, the way that that community is treated still to this day. And to do that kind of thing in 1990... I don't know if they caught any flack for it. I didn't really read if anybody had issues with it but like for 1990 it's like that was brave of the simpsons to pull that off yeah and they're still in the air you know no clearly there wasn't this whole outrage maybe they just thought it was kind of like a brotherly kind of thing and maybe yeah. they didn't realize they blocked lips maybe well, thought well like, look at look at last episode where bart kisses mrs kabobble and the yeah. whole teacher student yeah. scandals they got away with yeah. that one then again it was bart kissing the teacher not the other way around but either way yeah students are, have been known so to facilitate I, I give i give the simpsons mad props for doing that and there's also like i guess people were asking graining if carl was gay and he was kind of ambiguous on it and then harvey's like no carl was gay like, yeah which is fine you know and the fact that the Simpsons did this, the Simpsons much, did it. Simpsons first, they they are the first to do it, and nobody cared. Yep. All right. So Homer goes and gives his uh, most amazing. Well, not Homer's speech, but Homer gives the speech, speech. Amazing speech ever. Probably would have saved the plant like millions. millions of dollars, but because he has no hair, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody That's, cares what no one with no hair thinks. Which apparently. is weird. which is funny because Burns has no well. 
But he's also the owner and he's 80 years old. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll get to in a second. But, uh, so Homer gives a speech, everyone leaves, and and uh, Burns is like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to fire you. I'm going to give you back your old job. And he's like, you know what, Homer, how old do you think I am? He goes, what, 102? 102. <laughs> and Burns is like, I'm only 81. He may find this hard to believe, but in my salad days, my crowning glory was a bright shock of strawberry blonde curls. Which is kind of funny, because his hair is blue now. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be gray. Yeah. But it kind of has a really bluish... I mean, he's an old man. Yeah, I guess your hair can turn blue, blue when you turn it. But yeah, so so we found a new age. Burns is eighty one. I feel like though in the later seasons <laughs> they say he's older. I, I feel like it. I mean, I could be wrong. We'll but... we'll get back to you to see if this is a Burns lie or a truth or Burns's age fluctuates throughout thirty one yeah. seasons. I love the fact that Burns is like, get out of my office before I change my mind. He's like, yep, gone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, so they go back. So here's the final. We finish off. Uh, Bert, Bert, uh, Homer's back in bed with Marge. Marge says she'll always love Homer, and they sing the whole "You Are So Beautiful to Me," me. like the anniversary thing. Yeah, fade credits black. fade to black. Is, I like how they ended the the episode because you know there's I'm sure everybody out there with a significant <laughs> other might lose a part of them that maybe they thought their their significant other. Loved about him, and it's not. It shouldn't ever be about the looks. It should always be about uh, if how you feel, feel how you feel about the person, and as long as you're working towards a good relationship. So, I mean, in the first season, yeah, we saw Marge and Homer have their problems, but in this this episode, you know, Marge showed us that she's gonna love Homer no matter what, even though in some future episodes. Yeah, love is tested. Yeah, I mean, and in every marriage, love is always tested a little bit here and there. Obviously, gotta, like you said, the first season, it seemed like a roller coaster. Homer do something stupid. Marge would do something stupid. And, and well, more, is, more Homer than Marge. Marge but yeah. and that's how any you know any relationship you gotta you gotta work for it. It's a partnership. There's gonna be rocky times. There's gonna be good times. And communication is key. Yep. And so before we do our final thoughts on the episode, we do want to uh, mention all of Homer's hairstyles. Oh yes, that, that have happened throughout the episode. So if you if if you watch the episode, you notice in every scene he has hair. Every different scene, it's a different style of hair. So and what do we got? So here's what we got. Over the course of this episode, Homer's hair changes from a, ro- a round sideburned 1970s semi afro, okay, to a shorter 1950s style cut, okay. To a slicked back 1980s look. Yep. Your uh, um, slick business money man. talks or what is it the well the Futurama guy? No, I'm no, talking you, about the you, I'm talking about the movie. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. No, the other the other one. Oh, the Gordon Gecko one. Yeah, Wall Street. Yeah, it's just called Wall, Wall Street. Street. There we go. <laughs> that's the 1980s look uh, to a tied back Miami Vice with a short. Oh, that is the one scene we kind of skipped over where you know after uh, Homer. Gets his promotion. They're all sitting in the back here. They got all this new shiny stuff. Oh, right. And Lisa, Lisa's depressed and all this. And Homer's like, I'll buy you a, a pony. pony. <laughs> and uh, so, and that's the other thing I kind of want to mention. Because at the end of the episode, Homer's worried the kids won't love him anymore. Because he doesn't have all this money. And, uh, and he doesn't have the hair product. And But here's the thing. He should have gotten a raise for the promotion. Don't you think he would have gotten at least $1,000 to buy more Devoxanil? Probably. So, I mean, they can't take away your raise money, like whatever money you worked with, with the raise. Yeah, so you think he would have been able to get a little bit more 
to get some, or maybe he just didn't think it was worth it. At that point? Yeah. I kind of want to know what happened to all the fun stuff that was in their backyard. Because next episode, it goes back to normal. normal. They sold it. Um, And then after that, to a moose angular 1990s haircut. Which is funny, because this is the beginning of the 90s. Yeah. So, how did they know what a 90s haircut was going to look like (laughs) in October of 1990? (laughs) I mean, maybe that was the trend in the the 1990s. Year. I guess, but I like how it's like a '90s haircut. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if you could call it a '90s haircut until it goes like maybe three to four years. Yeah. All right. So, final thoughts on the episode. I I like it. I think it's it's a new a new episode. It's something that's definitely fresh. It has a edge to it with Homer getting a promotion. Kind of a different side of his current job. The stakes he has, you yeah. know, in his life. You know, where his life currently sits. Love the comedy in it. Uh, Carl was really fun. He was a great character to have introduced. Yeah. Um, obviously, it expanded the character roles a little bit better. We kind, of, we kind of saw Lenny and Carl do a little bit more. We saw Smithers do a lot more. We kind of saw a little bit more of Burns. It was a very, it was more Homer Burns-centric yeah. episode, which kind of leads me to that, you know, Samson uh, taking on the lion thing. I think that was either the power plant or Burns... Yeah. In general, um, for my rating this week, I'm going to give it a uh, mm, sprinkles. I I love this episode. I think Harvey Fierstein, he does a phenomenal job. I love his voice. Um, I think it was a great choice for Carl. It, it just lended that gravitas to this episode. The sight gags were great. The I mean, I don't think this episode missed a beat anywhere I mean, you had the ups, you had the downs, you had Homer being, you know, vulnerable that he didn't think the kids and Marge would love him anymore because he didn't have this job. Um, or hair. Or hair. Um, I just, it's it's a really, really well-written episode. I think everything just, it flow. It's, it's probably the first real Simpsons episode that I thought had a really nice flow to everything. It didn't seem to, like, kind of stop a little bit and then continue. I just... It felt like everything was connected, and uh, I think I think for season two, this is going to be my first Everything's Coming Up Millhouse. All right. I, um, and also, one other note about Harvey is he was rated as, like, like, one of the best guest voice actors they've had on The Simpsons ever, which is great, because he's got, I mean, it's, the, like, it's the best, I think it's the best voice, guest voice actor they've had. Yeah. I think so. Just it's just his voice. It's his voice, but that's that's the whole point of voice acting. You have to have that voice. So uh, I loved it. Uh, all the points you mentioned. Um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. All right. Well, like always, let's finish it out with our character profile on Carl. Mr. Carl. All right. So who doesn't oc- have a last name? Who doesn't have a last name? Just Carl. Just Carl. Um, so his occupation, as we mentioned, is a, a personal assistant to Homer. Yep. He specializes in aiding oafish upper managers with a low self-esteem through consoling, advising, sending singing telegrams to spouses, and the occasional pat on the buttocks. Yeah. I mean, I I wish I could be a a, a personal assistant that Does did that. But, I mean, I do like how he aids oafish upper managers. <laughs> I, I kind of want to know where he goes now. I wish that that could be a spinoff. Let's get Carl back here. Let's do a spinoff show. He goes and aids other oafish managers. Well, they did want to get Harvey back for a cameo in season 14, but he didn't like the script. 
Yeah. Which is kind of, which is after rewatching this episode, that kind of bums me out that he that he you know, <laughs> could come back. Maybe maybe in season thirty five they'll uh, bring him back. Right. All right. So his social status at the plant: friends with many gals in the typing pool. Well, I mean, he's I, supposed to be gay. Yeah, I didn't know the stereotype. That. Gays and women get along, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't know the power plant had a typing pool. Yeah, I don't know why power plant would need a typing pool. I don't know. Unless he has multiple, he's a personal assistant for multiple people. I don't know where the typing pool know. came from. Okay, he enjoys breakfast in bed and shopping for clothes. Standard. Yep. Who doesn't? Yeah. And attitude. Selflessness manifests itself in a bearing in bearing the full brunt of any malfeasance involving his boss and handling him. His own umbrella during a rainstorm. Seriously, Carl is probably by far one of the best characters they've ever written for their show. He's the best. He's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I wish I was a Carl. I I I would love to talk to Harvey and get his thoughts on this episode. He would be a great. I didn't even think about it. But maybe maybe we'll uh, do a, a special episode. Well, we'll shoot him a tweet. See if he wants to do a little bit of commentary for this episode. Yeah. All right. So let's close it out. Um, just as a reminder. Uh, we'll be posting all week long um, the uh, survey for the contest to win the other two Millhouse uh, box oh. lunch exclusives, uh, pop vinyls. I did mention last episode they are Millhouse pop vinyl exclusives yep. um, from box lunch. Uh, so make sure you take the survey, and then we'll pick the winners either week four or week five. Yep. Um, so you can hear your name on this podcast. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> and then hopefully maybe some other prizes will be short little clips with you guys, maybe insert it in. We'll, we'll talk about it. It'd be yeah. kind of fun to get your thoughts on a certain episode. We'll throw your clips maybe at the end of an episode yeah. sort of thing. We could do that. Yeah. Um, so make sure you follow us on Instagram at uh, The Simpsons Pod. On Facebook, just type in The Simpsons Did It. You'll find our page. Oh. On Twitter, The Simpsons Did It PC. Um, and a little tease uh, for next week. Right. Be sure to listen in. We will have a, a special guest. Not not any Simpsons related guests, but huge fan. We're definitely uh, ready and willing and excited to learn. Yes, he's a very he's a education specialist. Don't know if anyone will catch that reference, but he was also a uh, rocket of inspiration for a TV show in the nineties, oh. and he also helped out a long bearded, uh, long chinned. Um, talk show host um, on his career at The Tonight Show. So, so I don't know if any of those hints will help you out for our guests for next week. But stay tuned. But it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little bit different than our normal episodes. Yes. Um, but we uh, week four we will get back to uh, the, our the normal standard, standard, standard format. But next week is going to be a special episode. So uh, please please tune in for that, and I hope you guys enjoy it uh, as much as. We are definitely going to enjoy it. All right. So, guys, until next week, I am Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.